Welcome to the official Guns Up Nation fan page podcast, the premier voice for the fearless fans of Raiderland and proud supporter of Texas Tech University. Let's meet today's hosts. What's going on to Texas Tech fans everywhere? This is another awesome episode of the Guns Up Nation podcast. We're doing a pick five show tonight. Um, I'm going to toss this over to uh, the always complicated but never duplicated duo. Uh, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey, doing good. How you doing, John? Doing pretty good. Ryan. I think I'm the complicated part of the duo. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. You, you said it, not me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I do tend to make things See, unnecessarily complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What games we got going on? So, you know, obviously this is, can you believe we've already, we're already through the first month of college football and I'm already starting to feel a little sad about it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sobering. I, once you hit October, it's kind of downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, you know, the thing about it is these first couple of games are like the equivalent of the NFL preseason. So, you know, we're about to get into the meat of it. It's going to get fun. It's going to get good. Great way to look at it, Ryan. And, and you know what? And speaking of fun, the uh, first four weeks of the Pick 5 Challenge has uh, been pretty entertaining. <laughs> and uh, as a group, the 45 players involved in this uh, showed some competencies uh, with last week's picks, picked almost seventy one percent game, seventy one percent of the games correct last week. Yeah, so easily talking. the best week for everybody. There so you nice, go. nice job, everybody. Nice. Yes. As as we look at the uh, overall results from last week, congratulations to uh, Brent Clark, Chuck Harris, and Hayden Keyson uh, for going five and zero last week. Nice. Then, nice. then we had a slew of people at four and one. I can't even count. How many we had, but it was easily half the group was at four and one last week. So. One for those stupid Aggies. Yeah. yeah. Russians. Yeah, Russians. Ryan, you're looking really good until that one. That's right, Johnny. Don't root for the Russians. But, uh, for the uh, season, our good friend James Wallen leads, uh, followed closely by Brent Clark and Susan uh, at 15-5. and five. So Woo. pretty impressive uh, results there, the top three overall. And then a lot of people just a couple games out. So it's the season's still young, so we got plenty of uh, – Plenty of uh, opportunities ahead of us. We have a total of um, 14 weeks in this year's challenge, so we're not even a third of the way through this yet. So, Amen. And the game changes every single week. Yeah. So as you look at how the host did last week, uh, I did four and one. Uh, Keith, he and John, you both had a uh, tough week at uh, two and three. Yeah. Ryan, you're also four and one, and then Steve Garcia went uh, four and one. So. Steve and I redeemed ourselves after going 0 and 5 the previous week. So, uh, and thank goodness for that. Yeah. Too so funny. That, yeah, not, that was a little embarrassing. So, uh, you ready to hear week five games? I'm Let's ready. Let's do it. All right. So, let's uh, get into this. So, the first game is going to be out of, out of Conference USA. And uh, prior to today's news, I thought this game was maybe might be a little lopsided, but after today's news, I think it might be a very fun game to watch. And that's Houston at the University of North Texas. Mm. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't heard, um, Houston's starting quarterback. And now, is it a receiver as well, Ryan? 
Well, yes. that's what I heard on the radio coming home is that the uh, the starting quarterback left the team and the uh, one of the starting wide receivers, they didn't name any names, but uh, it looks like uh, Mr. Holgerson has got quite himself a, a dumpster fire over there. That certainly sounds like it. And all I've got to say is, man, if I'm Coach Wells, looking at the situation I'm in, I'm 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 looking hard at some uh, some some players right now. Would you, John? Would you do that? Would you get that quarterback? Well, you, you see, but you got to think Houston is on Tet's schedule uh, next year, and even if I thought that was a good idea, um, Dana Holgerson would nix that, and I'm almost positive. I'm looking up Will McKay's Twitter. Um, I'm almost positive both players made statements today saying that they were going to stay at Houston, like that they were willing to. It's very confusing. Like, like they release, here's having the opportunity to take time and focus on completion of my degree, having a chance to develop as a student athlete is why I decided to redshirt for remainder of this year. Coach Holgus and myself and my family took time to make this decision. Being a Cougar is one of the best decisions I made, and I'm ready to help this program develop further. And King, the quarterback, said basically the same thing. I came here to play football for Houston, and that is not changing. I've decided to redshirt and develop as a player in our degree. Very weird. That is weird. I've never heard of college players redshirting to – actually get a degree and develop that doesn't sound very college football like yeah uh, and a very self-centered age but uh even if they didn't say that even if they were going to go to the transfer portal i'm just not sure i would want both of them uh, yeah. Yeah. just just because maybe they, they're talented players but if you hang up on your team three games in yeah uh the whole flighty it, nature of it all yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Bad attitude and everything else. Yeah, the whole locker room chemistry. I, I'd be surprised if those two are on campus next fall at Houston. So, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if that King kid goes runs off to USC after the um, the uh, stud quarterback re- decommitted from USC to Alabama. So, wouldn't be surprised if yeah. he ends up out west. Amen. But. Um, all right, so that's Houston's problem. Uh, the uh, next game is out of the ACC, NC State at Florida State, and then Good out, Lord. yeah, out of the out of the Big Ten, we have Minnesota at Purdue, and then okay. um, somebody doing dishes in the background there. My my wife is sorry. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I'm walking to the kitchen and heading back to the other room. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, big. Uh, I was like, is John taking a, a soak in the hot tub? There? No, that's no, that's John. He's washing the dishes because he's about to wash us all in this game. Yeah, yeah. He's about to leave us behind. I have a feeling. He's yeah, about to play you know, us hard. I, I, I was about to go with a tub image, but. I got a reputation to protect, so I'll there, pass. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the uh, fourth game is out of the Big 12, number 24, Kansas State at Oklahoma State. And then our final mm. game, uh, which should be entertaining, mm. is uh, out of the Pac-12, Washington State at number 19, Utah. So uh, oh, oh, um, Coach Leach, true to form, uh, last Saturday against uh, UCLA. Did you all see the end of that game? Lost a massive lead. Didn't see it, but I heard about it. Yeah. I, I, my, I, I stayed. I can't. Woke up, fell asleep. Woke up again. Um, 
I, I saw the end of a game where UCLA went ballistic, you know, that yeah. they had won. And um, I was shocked. Maybe I shouldn't have been, but. Yeah. We should know better. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. So, so let's kick off with the uh, first round of picks. Um, Ryan, we'll start with you. Um, Houston at North Texas. Who do you have? Houston at North Texas. Well, you know, like you said, I mean, that is a major, major shakeup. I think uh, you've got any other player, you know, leaving the team like that, and it probably won't affect them quite as badly. But, you know, you're talking about the quarterback. Um, Houston doesn't have a huge draw. They're not like UT where they can just um, where they can just keep reloading four deep on every position. Um, if Houston was a running team, I would give the advantage to them, but they are just not. Um, Holgerson likes the long ball, and uh, the, the the team, uh, the players that they have in there like the long ball, and with them missing their quarterback, that's going to put them at a major disadvantage. I uh, I think UNT is going to going to pull off a um, a surprise one for this one. All righty, I um, share a very similar thought process. To me. I mix, you know, does that Houston team decide that they're going to uh, stand tall and say, wait, we don't need those guys and we can still win without them? And uh, if it was a home game, I'd say their chances were probably good. They could be University of North Texas, but they're in Denon. So I'm going to give this win to North Texas. Uh, John, who do you have? Man, I like y'all's thoughts. I think Houston's reeling. Um, I think Dana may work out Houston. I think he may be a good fit, but – this end of the year, it's going to happen. North Texas will win this. Um, it'll be a close game, maybe a field goal or so, but North Texas wins the game. Okay, awesome. So I'll lead off the next one out of the ACC, uh, North Carolina State at Florida State. Um, I feel that possibly Florida State's starting to get their act back together. And um, NC, State's not, NC State's not a slouch, but I just think that at home uh, in Tallahassee, that's a hard place to go on the road and win. So I'm going to give that one to Florida State. John, who do you have? You know, I, I saw a picture the other day where, you know, you think Texas Tech and TCU have attendance problems. Like they – it's pretty sobering to see Doe Campbell Stadium half full you know, at kickoff mm. you know, for a football yeah. game. Um, but I echo those thoughts that, that Taggart, uh, he's trying to coach those kids up uh, and get them to do the right thing and, and just get them to buy into his culture. Um, you got to think that I mean, Florida State's a traditional power, and sooner or later they break through. Um, they'll beat NC State just to, simply because it's in Florida. Okay. Awesome. Ryan, who do you have? Yeah, um, I, I think we already had a Florida State game this year, if I believe. If yeah, I we sure correctly. did. We sure did. And, um, that was a uh, you know Boise State versus yeah, Florida that was that State very first side. game. Yep. And they they Florida State looked pretty good. I was really surprised by their performance in this. Um, NC State, on the other hand, has has been disappointing. Uh, they they've not been the powerhouse that uh, we're expecting, or not the powerhouse. Uh, they don't have the impressive. Uh, statistics like you would expect um florida state seems to have the momentum and that's who i'm going to go with on this one okay awesome all righty uh john kicking it back over to you to start off this next one uh out of the big 10 minnesota at purdue who do you have 
Minnesota, you know, folks, you look at the stat lines, you know, for both of these games, I really thought Purdue would have given CCU more of a run early in the year, and that didn't work out the way I thought. Um, I'm inclined to this kind of a game usually give the advantage to the team that can run the ball better. Um, Minnesota's demonstrated they can do that um, on any level. If they win at all, it's because they're running – any running back they have back there can run the rock. Um, Minnesota will win this one. Okay. All righty. Ryan, who do you have? Yeah, uh, I think the same way. Uh, Minnesota's got this one. Um, they, they, they've got a strong uh, – They've got a strong line. Uh, they've shown that they can move the ball. And, um, you know, P- Purdue has been um, up and down this year. They've, they've, they've not had the solid performance that their, their fans, nor I, frankly, going into this year, thought that they would have. Um, and I think uh, I think Purdue, the uh, visiting team, is, is going to beat uh, the Boilermakers. Okay, excellent. You know, I'm, I'm – thinking the same thought process Purdue's very confusing to me how how they just got their butts whipped by tcu at home and then uh the same tcu team that just lost to smu yeah so i mean that's embarrassing and by the way yeah. uh you know gary passion can blame cumby if he wants to but that wasn't on cumby in my opinion oh did you see that tweet yep, yep. man like, that's embarrassing I, I, yeah, and I know there's some hair splitting with, with or allegedly some hair splitting with, with, with Kingsbury and Gumby. Um, I mean, there had to have been if he hadn't. Otherwise, he would have stayed at Tech and not taken an OC job. But but Gumby's an alum. No, he's a Tech guy. Um, that boiled my blood when I saw that the other day. Um, well, maybe Gumby can turn it around at TCU. We'll see. Yeah, let's hope so. He turned down some head coaching, head coaching jobs just to uh, stay with Patterson. So that – just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to give this game also to Minnesota. So, so far, we're all drinking the same Kool-Aid. We're all three for three <laughs> in the same picks. So. We, we must be going to the same website. <laughs> must be. Must be. Thanks for that link, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I notice how you ask, you keep asking for my pick before you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of Ryan, you're up. Uh, number 24, Kansas State at Oklahoma State. Who do you have? Um, man, Oklahoma State's looking scarier uh, every time I see them. I know they just lost to Texas, but that was that was a tough game. And frankly, uh, OSU should have come up on top on that one. Um, Kansas State. Kansas State's looking good. Kansas State always looks good. Kansas State is a perennial good team. But um, – you know, OSU is, is is strong this year. They they've they've got a really nice passing game. Uh, this is at home. Uh, that stadium. If you have never been to Stillwater, I'm sorry, Stillwater. Yeah. <laughs> pun intended. That is a hard stadium to play in. Uh, the fans are just right in your ear. Uh, it, it is, in my opinion, a very dangerous stadium because of the proximity of those walls to the field. Oh, very. But that's yeah. a discussion for a different day. Um, and. I, I think the home field advantage is a huge, huge uh, boost for OSU. I think OSU goes on top on this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm again with you on this one. And yet, it doesn't matter if Oklahoma State's wearing orange helmets or red helmets. I think, oh, man, uh, don't even talk to me about I, that. I think they're going to win. So um, Oklahoma State on my book as well. John, who do you have? Well, you know, K-State's coach um, – if, if you're filling the shoes of Bill Snyder, you might as well be trying to fill the shoes of the Lord up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, but he he seems to come into his own. I think he 
he's found his niche, you know, coaching that that's, if he's going to make the jump to D1, then K-State would have been the school to go to. Um, I'm going to be selfish though. I, I, I'd like to see Oklahoma State win and I'm going to pick them to win, you know, for the home field advantage. And I just like to see them kind of be on a roll before they come to Lubbock. Because mm. if you lose two in a row, uh, going into an 11 a.m. game mm. next yeah. week. Holla. That was announced today. Like, and Preach I, it. I get it. I, I know TV pays our contracts, but, but OSU needs to win this thing. You know, if anything, uh, it gives Tech maybe a little bit of a chance. So you know, they won't be mad OSU coming next. to Lubbock. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. I mean, OSU, I don't think Gundy's ever gone 0-3 you know, in the Big 12. Yeah. Um, and that's what he'd be looking at if they lose this. So that they need to win tomorrow. And I think they will. But winning tomorrow or winning this weekend would improve their intangibles for Tech for next week. It's hmm. okay. a good so thought that, process. So that's an Oklahoma State win there? Oklahoma State win, All yes, right. sir. John, do you have some church members that, that cross the Oklahoma border to come see you on Sundays? Uh, no, but I no. do have in-laws that gotcha. love Oklahoma State. There's and, a connection. Uh, yeah, I'm a – needless to say, I was bragging a little bit last year. Um, I, uh, I, as a minister of the gospel, I felt like they needed to know that by God's grace, Texas Tech to meet OSU by more than – 30 points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they didn't like that very much. But uh, Dole, my, my father-in-law knows that I love him. Right? So if he's here, and then he knows I'm just messing. There you go. There you go. So uh, final game is out of uh, the Pac-12. Washington State at number 19, Utah. And I'll, I'll lead this one off, Ryan, so you can follow my lead. Um, <laughs> so, That's trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, this game's going to be entertaining, if anything. Yeah, I agree. And, and um, I tell you, I, I, this, to me, I'm still baffled that 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 Leach lost that game last weekend. I mean, it just reminds me of too many crazy Saturday nights in Lubbock while he was our coach, and mm-hmm. and uh, so he still got it from that standpoint. Um, you know what? I, I I just don't know that Utah is going to let them win come into uh where are they provo i don't know they're going to be in utah utah yeah so uh anyway so i'm gonna give utah the win on this one say that again i'm gonna give utah the win on this one john who do you have well you know you know lee i mean we already talked about it you know lee's lost that massive lead you know of ucla last week um by the law of averages, you would think that a Mike Leach coach football team, you know, would come back from that and win. But this is Mike Leach, right? This is not your typical football coach. And this could be, you know, a pretty bad game, you know, for Washington State. Because if you lose this, you've not only lost a game where you had a big lead in the fourth quarter, but now you can't rebound, you know, from it. And – uh, from in the next game, and so if this was in Pullman at Washington State, I, I would feel better about Washington State rebounding from that UCLA loss. But you're not going to win on the road in Utah after blowing your lead last week. Mike Leach will lose this one, and what is that? That'd be zero and two, you know, in the Pac-12. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Yeah, and the crazy thing is that they lost to UCLA and Pullman. So, I mean, it's it sure a did. game for them. So. Yeah. Classic. It's not leash. like you're in L.A. It's not like Graham Harrell was sitting there in the stands, you know, yeah. taking a break from his USC duties and watching. I mean, this was in <laughs> your home turf. You. Yeah. And by the way, I know we didn't pick a USC game, but boy, don't you know that Harrell's becoming a hot commodity, oh, yeah. taking a third-string quarterback and uh, having him perform at the level he is. And Chris Level reported that uh, there's another tech quarterback out there coaching. Um, not Graham. Graham's one of them, but Seth Dote. Oh, Dave. Say his yeah. last name. Yeah. yeah. He's out there, too. Okay. Wow. Where is he? He's at USC. Like, they're on the same staff together. Oh, wow. Together. Okay. Cool. Chris Lovell reported that on his Twitter. I did not know he was at USC. Interesting. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Ryan. Pull up his Twitter and find a picture. Yeah, Ryan, well, this is this is the kind of game that hurts me because, uh, uh, as as you know, Steve, Washington State is my my uh, my my secret fave here. Um, I, I I do like the craziness of the strange one. That's what we always used to call mm-hmm. uh, Coach Leach. Um, and you know, John, I, I know you were you were there while Leach Leach was there, and I know I don't have to preach this to you, but you know, when you're talking about Leach, you cannot. You cannot talk about the law of averages. There is one word that you cannot use to describe that man, and that is the word average in any context, form, or fashion. Not a minute. Um, yeah, Amen. you know, when, when you play a game that has both teams combined uh, over 1,300 yards of total offense, you know, either, either your defenses are comatose. <laughs> when you score more than 60 points, you got to come away winning that game. And um, how how he comes up short, I, I will never ever understand that. Um, the troubling thing is when these two teams typically match up, and when I say typically, just over the over the Leach tenure, um, th- these teams have been ranked, they've been top uh, rated. Uh, Washington State has come out on top on this. Um, I've just got to look at my stats and and let my stats guide me rather than my heart guiding me. And I've, I've got to go with Utah in this. They're too strong of a team. Uh, they just smell blood in the water. This is a home game for Utah. Um, I know Washington State is going to, you know, be motivated. But, you know, once they get socked in the face a couple times uh, away, um, it's going to be really, really hard for them to come back. And the only reason why I can say that is because we saw that too many times happen uh, when, when Leach was the coach here. So, uh, yeah, Utah is going to win this one. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And um, for the first time ever, the show hosts all picked the same we? games. Oh. So we're we either going 5-0 and or 0-5. That's boring. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Come I'm on, man. Sure. You, need, you we, need to start picking some Division three games or something. Wait, yeah. Well, I mean, that might happen later on in the season. We did it last year. Cause, yeah, it was fun, <laughs> too. Yeah, it sure was. That's how we started rooting for, like, Sac State versus uh, uh, Ball State. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways so you know thanks to everybody uh listening at home for uh joining us in on pick five uh week five just just around the corner now so uh congratulations everybody that's uh in the top spots and uh, got plenty of season left to go so so uh, ryan you got plenty of opportunity to defend your title i'm telling you i'm ready to come up and you know steve i got a question for you sure you know we we have these constant back and forth with the dad jokes and everything yeah did you did you actually know that there's a difference between a joke and a dad joke? I did not. 
Uh, really? You didn't wow, know that? John Wayne got no cheated. Did you know that there's a difference? Yeah. I can't say I know. I had no idea. Well, one of them is a parent. Oh, Lord of mercy. Jeez. Really? <laughs> this guy some sort of wah, wah, Man, there was a long pause there after I gave that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, what's that? What's that picture of Kingsbury? They're burying his hand in his face, you know, after a play. Like that's that's that was me. Mm. <laughs> that was a good yeah. joke. Yeah, I guess yeah. that was you, good. You, you caught me off guard here, and I'm trying to find one real quick. Hey, uh, why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Snoop Dogg carried an umbrella. I don't know why does he carry an umbrella. For drizzle. Oh wow! Wow! What is so bad? For drizzle, yeah. (laughs) For drizzle, y'all. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to explain it. I got it. (laughs) It's horrible. Oh man! So I just wanted to be clear that Steve, while you're while you're doing all of this, you're you're not clicking back and forth between your stats for the games. You're clicking back and forth between the web pages for your dad jokes. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? The restaurant on the moon? I I know this one, but I won't ruin it for you. No. Did you hear about it, Ryan? No, I hadn't heard about this one. It has great food, but no atmosphere. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic. It is a classic. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh man, that's bad. So I'm gonna have no to save this page. This has some good ones. Absolutely. No atmosphere. Absolutely. Mm. So, so <laughs> as, as we wrap up this episode, uh, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit more on our next show that releases on Thursday. But uh, the last 48 hours have been tough for the Red Raider family. Uh, Sunday, um, Texas Tech lost the the great EJ Holub. Uh, fantastic uh, career at Texas Tech and with Kansas City Huge. Chiefs. Just Amazing a tremendous man. Red Raider, the epitome of um, of uh, what Tech is all about. And then uh, last night, uh, the unfortunate news of um, great uh, basketball player Andre Emmett played during the Coach Knight era. Um, so we were all surprised to hear that news this morning. And uh, hate it for his family and for his, his uh, newborn. Hmm. And um, we don't know all the story yet, but uh, we definitely have uh, uh, Andre's family and, and uh, friends all on prayers. Really, on behalf of the Red Raider Nation, we send our condolences to the Emmett family and the Hollow family for um, all they're going through. And so uh, best wishes to all of them. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more and, and the greatness of those two in our next episode. So. Like you said, Steve, I uh, agree with what you say there. He, both of them were not just uh, amazing players, but both of them were just incredible, amazing personalities and people yeah. off the field. Yeah. Um, certainly, EJ Holub, you, you, you could not find somebody who loved Texas Tech more than that man. And then for for Andre, um, you know, you think of the storied history that uh, that Coach Knight had when he was coaching him, and uh, somebody point blank asked him. Um, in an open interview, who was the best player? Who was the best player of all your career that you've ever coached? And and, and Knight didn't even bat an eyelash. He didn't even think about it for two seconds. He said it was Andre Emmett. Yeah. So you think of all the players Amen. who have gone through his hands. 
Um, and that, that, that's huge. So, um, yeah, big loss to the community. Um, and I know that there's a lot of good um, uh, thoughts, a lot of good prayers, a lot of good memorial services already going on campus. And just, just know that off campus, uh, our, our hearts are, are with you, Guns Up Nation. Right on. Right on. Um, well, thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. And uh, tune in later on this week for our next show. We'll be doing Oklahoma Preview and uh, talking a little bit more about these Red Raider greats. So everybody have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Reckham Tech. Have a good night, guys. Reckham. Get your guns up. Thanks for listening to the Guns Up Nation podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the fan page administrators, podcast hosts, and fans, and do not reflect the opinions of Texas Tech University or its affiliates. We are proud to support Texas Tech, its students, alumni, and fans.